to show and tell now, shall we? What's good, beautiful people of the world? I am Creator K, and welcome to episode 39 of the Show and Tell podcast, a bi-monthly show on every first and third Tuesday of each month, where a special guest and I share stories, music, and art that you should know about, because sharing is caring. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. If you've listened before, welcome back. Joining me on the show for this episode is Early Bird Radio DJ and host, Bird Duckett. A passionate connoisseur of music like myself, Bird aims to connect people through the curation of sound. In part one of the episode, Bird talks about the humble beginnings of Early Bird Radio and how he enjoys providing listeners with an eclectic display of music along with a focus on the artists themselves. We chat about the current state of radio, both FM and internet, and express gratitude toward the platform that is SoundCloud while voicing some of the things that have led us to use the service less over the years. In part two, Bird brings in two items that he holds very closely. One that we as a general people describe as a best friend, and the other we would describe as an old friend. Now, I know you might want to try to figure out that riddle, but please put down your pencils. Sorry, that was aggressive. Please put down your pencils, get up from your seats, come over to the carpet, and sit crisscross applesauce. Please. I said please twice. It's time for show and tell. Welcome to episode 39 of the Show and Tell podcast. I am your host, Creator K, as always. And joining me on this lovely evening, we're doing a, a nighttime recording. It's very intimate. I got a, I got a candle next to me. It's uh, almond, almond macaroon. It smells like, what I don't know, I've never smelled those before, but I imagine that's what it smells like. And joining me on the show, enough of that BS talk, I don't know where I was going with that, is Early Bird Radio DJ and host, Bird Duckett. What's good? Hey, my man, that's... I'm honored. The intro, I've been waiting for that <laughs> ever since you hit me up. I'm honored. Yeah. So what's good, Bird? What's good? Tell the people who don't know who you are, what's good, and also who you are and what you do. Yes, sir. Yeah. So quick intro. Yeah. My, my name is Bird. It is convenient. B-I-R-D. It is the name of Early Bird Radio. But personally, working in a cannabis dispensary at the moment and also working at a radio station, uh, WRNR 103.1 in Annapolis, Maryland. Check it out if you got the time. The plug. Yes, gotta sir. get the plug in. You gotta get the plug in. <laughs> all, all businesses, yeah, yeah. Just a giant promo. <laughs> That's what's up. So, do you record early bird radio from that station, or is that from a from your house? Yeah, it's actually pretty. It's pretty cool. It's pretty mobile, honestly. So I just use a, a Pioneer board, um, a controller, and I've actually been able to record in some dope locations, just bringing my stuff with me. So whether it was New York, um, for an episode or two um, while I was traveling, or yeah, just in my bedroom in a basement. Um, I've definitely done an episode or two in the studio that I'm at right now. But yeah, it's it's cool because you can, that's the cool part about it, honestly, man. I hope we touch on it later, but the mobility of it is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, that's that's same boat here. It's nice to just have a USB mic that's pretty good. I know people have their, uh, they have things to say about a Blue Yeti and you can come at me if you want to, but <laughs> it's very convenient at this point in time. So I, I definitely feel that. It's, it, it's very brought, DIY. I fuck with the right, DIY. Right, right. I literally brought my blue snowball from home to the studio just for this. I wanted to get, wanted to make sure we got it right. You know, already know. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, uh, tell tell me, and I mean, I know obviously I know about it, but tell tell me in more depth and the listeners what Early Bird Radio is all about. How did it come to be? What kind of music do you play? What's the overall energy? Yeah, man, it's eclectic. It's really fun. Uh, so, origin, honestly, like I, we were just talking about it. 
it was just in my bedroom. We, I just was like, how can I merge my love for music, my love for journalism, um, this really cool community that I was discovering? How can I blend it all? And this was a really cool outlet for someone who's not necessarily musical. I don't really claim to know any instruments, sing any songs. This was a way for me to just like get that outlet out and in the process recognize some really, really dope human beings, really cool artists, artists, vague term, right? Um, yeah, producers, local artists, like um, painters, graphic designers, um, really just trying to give everyone their light, you know what I'm saying, and provide a platform for them. And it just snowballed. Really, It really did. That's that's amazing. Humble beginnings. I yes, imagine, I imagine SoundCloud was at the heart of the origin. SoundCloud is everything. Um, YouTube, yeah, it's hard. You can't do the YouTube thing. Too, too very stringent on the copyright. And Spotify was tough. Um, they were definitely taking things down. Yeah, SoundCloud is the haven. I think everyone would agree. Um, definitely let me spread spread the wings for early bird. Pun intended. It was it was fun, man. Like just. Being able to use SoundCloud, two-hour mixes, 30-minute mixes, doesn't it didn't really matter. It was just fun to be able to talk my talk and play some really cool music. How do you feel about SoundCloud now? Because I know that it's a kind of a... I almost want to say that it's not even really split because there's a lot of people who have some, some issues with it. But right. what's your view on SoundCloud? Because it's obviously for people like me and like you and a lot of uh, current artists in the future beat scene and in hip-hop got their start through SoundCloud. So you have to pay respect to to the platform. OG. But sometimes, you know, with the lack of development and maybe I'll just let, I'll let you take it. I'll, I want to hear your thoughts on SoundCloud. Yeah. So like, I definitely, I think we've all been looking. I think that's why you see people on Discord. You see people on Twitch um, trying to find other avenues. Because yeah, SoundCloud, it's not overplayed, but it is becoming a little saturated. People trying to find other avenues to play music. I've never really had any issues with like the quality per se, um, a couple glitches here and there, but like, I really, like you said, it's the OG. I, I do love it. I think I'll always use it because man, that's just where so many artists still go. It's just such a free accessible platform. I think you can find some really cool artists just like expressing their ideas. You yeah, you can you can really dig on that platform. I, I like Spotify. I'm curious what your gripes are though a little bit about it. Um. I guess one thing is just the lack of development over the last couple of years. Like the interface hasn't really changed much. Sure. I agree with um, you know, like I remember it was so stagnant for a while and then they were like, Oh, you can comment on the mobile app now, which is, which is, is a big, you know, right. user experience thing, but it's also like, Oh, cool. Like what else are you going to do to really revamp the platform? Because you guys just almost went out of business and I think chance the rapper kind of had to help bail you out Listen. in a way. As far as that goes, I couldn't agree more. Like their interface stuff, layout, like their apps, like definitely could be improved. Like their insights, I think it, it definitely that type of stuff could be improved. But yeah, other than that, I think one of my issues is not necessarily with the platform itself. It's just how social media, this kind of social media, this social media platform is being used. I think just with the implementation of repost chains for people to try to. Obviously, once it was discovered as a platform to to kick on your career or kick off your career, rather, right. you know, these things like repost chains got introduced. And then my feed went from being like banger after banger after banger to I follow this artist. But why are they reposting this song that that is like so far removed from what I like about them? You know what I mean? And it, I it became sort of like a like um, 
what's the word? Not, not a money grab necessarily, but sort of like that. Like symbolically, it was like a money grab. It was just people going for likes and reposts and, and it kind of got muddied. Like everything got a little muddy for me yeah, and it was a little saturated. I agree. Like I said, yeah. I agree. Yeah. And I mean, that that's naturally going to happen. And I, I don't necessarily, I, I know I said I have an issue with it, but I don't necessarily like have a, I mean, it is what it is. That's, it's, you're trying to, people are trying to monetize their art and uh, I think they have every right to, and I, I encourage them to do so. But from a, from a listener perspective, it became a little bit of a, too, too much of a task to dig a bit. And I think just with the likes of like Spotify, they they make, they make it so easy to a point where it's almost invalidating, where it's like, damn, I don't even feel like I can call myself a curator because they just keep sending me good shit after good shit. But it's, in it's the same fun. breath, sound, SoundCloud's crazy. Like like you said, you can find so many gems on that. Dude, you, you can find the gems. And like I said, I think like organically, that's where an artist can go. Like Even if they don't want it to be heard, like, yo, shout out Bryson Tiller just released his album today. Oh, right, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, don't, for instance. Like, that, album, that song, like, he just posted mm. it. He, he'll tell you, man, like, I forgot about it, went back, look at that. So I was like, whether it's just a person getting their ideas out, that's what I do love about it. Like, you can just, you can write a little something, a little guitar lick or whatever, put it on there, forget about it, someone might find it. But you're right, Spotify, as far as curating, it's like, man, these algorithms are serious. They know yeah. everything to put in front of me, when to put it in front of me, how to put it in front of me. So it, I agree. But as far as SoundCloud goes... I'm going to still be using it. I got you, SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I You got to, like, adapt your ways. Like, I've been – somebody put me on, and it seems so, like, obvious. They're like, oh, I just go through an artist likes. And I hadn't even really right. explored that avenue yet. I'm like, oh, well, that makes a lot of sense. Um, obviously, it kind of clashes with, with what I just said with, like, repost chains and whatnot. But likes mm-hmm. aren't like that. Like, repost chains are kind of like an automatic robotic thing. Whereas likes, you can really find like what an artist is into. And dude, that don't, I don't, I heard that song don't. as a remix first. Mm. Dude, that's dope. That's cool. See, that's how it works. And that honestly, I'm glad you found out how to like someone uh, put you on to looking through an artist's likes because that is always fun. Like just to find your artist's influences, that is always fun. Yeah. No, because I definitely want to keep, continue, I definitely want to continue to use it. And I think, having less time on my hands is part of the reason why I don't anymore, but it is dope to just find, I'm just definitely find on new SoundCloud shit. At least. Yeah, I'm definitely on SoundCloud at least as far as discovering music right now, like, unfortunately. But you can really find shit that's just like, yo, where did you get this? Like no one else, you can find shit that no one else has heard before. And that, I mean, that's clutch for people, for DJs specifically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and radio DJs like yourself. Yes, sir. It's, it is clutch. Like you, Complexion would say the same thing. You had him on like all the homies, Sunday Sauce, Travis, they would always... Um, Andre, they would always tell you the same thing, type of, that type of stuff where it's just cool to go see the homies do their thing and just yeah. have that creative creative outlet at the end of the day. Absolutely. So you mentioned early bird being very eclectic, but for prospective listeners, let's pretend that yeah. I'm a prospective listener. What's your pitch to people? Like what kind of music do you play? What can people expect when they tune into an episode? Isn't that the hardest question that someone asks? It you? is very hard. I, I, I like twisting people up. No doubt. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, and honestly, it is as eclectic as my own mind, like my own mind, my own taste. It is some days I'm feeling so like we do sound files. So I'll just get into like the sound files and like it is really playlist about an artist. So say I did I did one on uh, Tom Mish and it would include Tom's Tom Mish's music, artists he's collaborated with, their music, um, some influences he's mentioned, posted about whatever. Um, and in that case, you get a whole like mix of that artist 
uh, and what they're about. And that's like two hours of just really letting you know that vibe. And so it really is down to the that artist. So if you click on Tom Mish, you will get like that really that Tom Mish sound um, to the core. Um, but if you put on uh, the Smino one, mm. it's fun for me because I don't know if you know his name's Smino after Nino Jones, or I think that's who it is from the, yeah. uh, a really cool movie. Oh, I, no, just, I didn't know that. I cut up the movie and just like a bunch of clips from the movie and put that in there just as to create a cool little narrative. And yeah, I think it just really does fit the vibe of whatever mood I'm in and what I think that artist is trying to portray. Yeah, it's it's sounds like it's self-serving, but it's the kind of thing that other people can get something out of as well. For sure, for sure, for Which sure. I think it's most important because, you know, you got you to gotta take care of yourself first. You got to make yourself happy. And well, that's what it's all about. That's, that is what it's all about. But no, it really is like, it, it is as eclectic as I can make it. Um, And I hate to be cliche but yeah just no country just not much country music on there <laughs> everything else though yes like the future beat scene is always present um we have a, an audio series called past the aux where we give djs radio hosts tastemakers on um, the opportunity to play what they want to play in case i can't catch up to it um some really cool artists have helped me with that um and even our just messing around series where i can definitely instead of taught me hearing me talk for on a two-hour mix um some people don't love to hear your voice Unfortunately, it it is a cool like a cool ability to showcase the lower the lower scene artists that just don't get that visibility on the regular. When did you start Early Bird Radio? Yeah, like two and a half years ago. Honestly, um, just a, a couple of years ago, we were me and my buddy were just hanging around, and he heard me play some music on a on a mix that I made, and he was like, "Dude, let's just have some fun with this." And um, we really have been ever since. And he was like, "Yo, you got to call it Early Bird." it's <laughs> great no i mean that's perfect yeah take advantage is. of take advantage yeah he took advantage of my name i didn't like it i'm too <laughs> i didn't like that how it was like on my name uh but it then but well how about now how do you feel about it now i think it's cool it definitely is a lot of pressure i'm like i'm very low-key k like it is something that i i've definitely been grappling with as being more a presence as like a face on early bird mm. noticing that that is something that will have to be like people will have to kind of put a face to it eventually so it's been, it's interesting, um, definitely an interesting feeling, but it's cool because at the end of the day, it's really not about me at all. <laughs> um, it's really about every artist, every person that we, that we talk about and uh, music, music we play. Right. You're a medium. Always. Like, that's the definition. Like whether that is promoting, helping put like a show together, whether that's playing a song on the radio or helping them release a song, like an artist release a song. Yeah. Never wanted to be about early bird <laughs> it's always fun to have it like be a thing but um it's always about the about the creative uh, the creator and the creative yeah for sure so two and a half years so in that time i'm sure you've seen a lot as soundcloud has grown a lot of radio shows and djs who do similar kinds of mixes pop up on the internet how do you stand apart or, or what are things that you try to do to set yourself apart from this very or within this very saturated market which I don't think is a bad thing. Like I think I think it's great that there's so many of these uh, different places for people to go to. But obviously, it makes it difficult in some ways to get new listeners because there's just so much shit going on. There's so many things to cling on to. There's so many things to tune into. How do you try to set yourself apart, or is that something you even think about? It really, it really is because, like you said, it's saturated. But I think that is also that's the most fun part about it is that you really can get creative with it. You have to get creative with it. You have to adapt if you want if you want it want people to listen. 
um, then you really do have to make that effort. And it's fun to have to come up with new ways, new design. I come up, like, if we talk about the team, people who I work with um, or who ha I have worked with, coming up with cool designs, um, directions, different ideas as far as promotion, who to interview, talk to. I mean, it's just way more scientific and business-oriented than than you would ever think about, um, especially if you are trying to get heard. But yeah, man, it's fun. Like, just, like we talked about SoundCloud. We talked about Spotify. I'm just getting hip to, you got me hip to Discord and mm. it's smooth audio abilities. Twitch, I can't, I can't wait to get over my nerves and start DJing in front of camera. Yeah. Like um, stuff like that. It's just, you have to do it. Um, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> um, but it's fun. Like you just got to do it. Whether, oh, it's cool. We also play the radio station in the dispensary I work. So it's. Oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah. And so doing that type of stuff and just. Like at work, and you hear your voice come on, and be like, "What the? Is that you?" I'm like, "No, it's not." You're like, "No." Yeah, no, I really am. Like, it's just like, "No, it's not." Don't worry about it. Here, go. <laughs> but no, it's you. You change your voice. You're like, "No, it's not me." No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> do you ever get any feedback in the dispensary? Like, do, do, I'm. I mean, you obviously, from my perspective, yeah. and let me just reiterate. If you fuck with anything show and tell does, you'll fuck with the early bird and oh, man, 100%. The music that they, that they play because it's very, very, there's a lot of overlap there. But, um, I mean, people got to like the music, right? And they got to tell you about it. Do they love it? And that's like the fun part, like having an episode for everybody, whether it's a, they just love it. Like it's a jazz record or it's a hip hop record. It's a future beat record. It's, it's a sample of a, of their favorite song they did. They didn't know about It's, it's just really like you said, it's just fun to like see what people respond to, um, what they relate to, especially in an environment like a dispensary. That's cool because you're right. They're not there for the music, but they're like, Whoa. right. Like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, it's like a nice market test. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, like I said, it's really interesting to see how people react to different kinds of music. Like I said, living yeah. in a country, country area, which is where I'm working and it's got a country guy bobbing his head to some D'Angelo. It's like, okay. <laughs> He's like, what's this? It's like, this is... <laughs> This is awesome. Like, this you is don't cool. even know. You don't even know what Take I Take my did. hand. I literally just brainwashed you. Like, you're already, I got you. Are you doing early bird radio predominantly or mostly or all by yourself right now? So pr predominantly, yes. Um, there are certain aspects that like just time, time wise, I just can't, I can't do all, the, all of it. Um, especially working two gigs, having two pups, you already know. Mm. Um, it's busy. Um mm -hmm. So, yeah, and I think this is a perfect time to shout out some people. I really shout out if that's cool with you. Yeah, let's hear it. For sure. All right, so Jackson, my man, um, the dude who came up with the name, that's my brother, and he's uh, a really cool guy. Like I said, shout out him for creating the name, coming with me on the, the bus journeys to New York, uh, to D.C., to all the concerts, trying to meet artists after the shows putting in the, the good word. He's the manager at the dispensary um, who plays the radio show, who has handed out stickers, all that stuff. So mad love to my brother, Jackson. And then Amanda Tran, who did all the graphic design for 2020, got us some big placements, some really cool people reached out um, solely off her graphic design, not because of anything I did, all man, because it's of clean. Her. It's clean, man. And all the love to her, everything she's been able to do for Early Bird. Uh, incredible, incredible woman. Shout out her. Can't wait to put her on. So I heard you do like show like links in the in the bio and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So gonna uh, give a shout out to her, of course. And then one more homie who did help with graphic design prior to her, and that was Birdie. 
name unrelated, but he's also the homie from Vegas. Um, and like I said, handled a lot of graphic design for us. Pretty cool stuff. But other than that, yeah, it, it, it is, it's a uh, solo journey, but uh, definitely have had some really cool support along the way and family, family first. Yeah, shout out to them. You know it. What is the best part about doing something by yourself and what's the worst part? The best part is the sad, like the gratification of just like accomplishing something, always um, feeling like you're doing something um, and having your voice heard. It's, it's pretty cool. And a community that you love, that's especially like specifically an advantage to it is that the only disadvantage, like I said, is the overwhelming amount of work. Yeah, I know you've been touching on it and I saw in your Instagram stories, like just how sometimes it just gets like, whoa, like just time to take a step back um, and just like focus on yourself. And so definitely recently been doing that, um, just taking, yeah, just taking deep breaths and just making sure. Sorry, my dog just knocked something off. <laughs> really <laughs> That's off all desk. good. Um, but yeah, really is just making sure you're taking the time for yourself at the end of the day um, because the work can get exhausting feeling like oh my god nothing's being seen i'm not doing the right thing at this time um whatever the case may be just that's the only disadvantage but at the same time got to be able to recognize it and take a step back yeah no i mean it's work-life balance and uh, what i like to call the work work balance it's it's a grind i mean because i imagine and correct me if i'm wrong you're going to your day job and then you're coming back and then you got to put in work for early bird right right yeah 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 it's 100 percent um shit's draining yes dude and it's having I, they're, dogs are kids right right puppy. yeah yeah <laughs> they're they're fun man but they're exhausting too and yeah it's just like you said that work work balance in and of itself Ugh. yeah does does working at a radio station as uh one part of your main source of income does that affect your what you're doing with early bird radio positively or negatively or is, or is it a kind of a combination of both yeah, it is totally positive honestly um and I think that's because they haven't, they don't work me to death here. Mm. It's been, yeah, it's just cool. It's, it's just an inspiration. Yeah, yeah, right, right. It's an inspiration, yeah, just being in a community. So like I said, it is from where, it is in a community that I grew up in. I've been listening to this station my whole life. Um, my dad put me on. And so working here for like four years, it's an aspiration, right, to talk on this radio, this radio show and bring Early Bird to like an, an official audience plus what I do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, put people onto all that music. So it's really, it's really cool. I can't no no adverse effects to it. I've met really cool artists. They work with some of the best. One of the first radio stations to play Hosier. Um, they've done a lot of work with like Coldplay, Leon Bridget, like just a bunch of really Ooh. cool, cool art. Yeah, yeah, some really cool Death Cab. So yeah, like I said, it's eclectic. You know what I'm saying? I work at like an, as you can tell, like an adult alternative classic rock radio station, and fun. It's just yeah. it's another challenge. Yeah. No, I I asked the question because. Um, you know, I have a friend who in school, he was a, what do they call it? EXP major, expeditionary studies. And which just involved like rock climbing, kayaking, a lot of wilderness survival training, which, which is crazy. Like what a cool major to, to do, at least from my perspective, from an outside. I did shit like that too. I did shit like ah, that. Ah, dope. That's amazing. You, you, you and him have a, a lot in common. I just, I mentioned off the show or before we started recording that my friend, shout out Noah, is uh, he also works at a dispensary, which is cool. Oh, you guys yeah. have a lot of common. But go, I remember him Seattle mentioning, homie. yeah, that's yeah, it's a Seattle homie. Yeah, yeah. 
So, but I mentioned that because he, in one of our conversations was saying, he's like, I love rock climbing, but I, I don't want to do it for a job because I'm a, I, I mean, he might not have said he was afraid, but he's like, I don't want to get tired of it. I don't want to think of it as a job. I'd rather keep that separate. So, but it's cool to hear that, that you're not feeling that kind of energy, you know, working in a radio station while also trying right. to build your own show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that is an interesting parallel because yeah, I just love it so much, but it, and it's maybe because I do have another job that is that is full time, like full full time. Mm-hmm. As much as I'm, like I said, hours pandemic cut some of the hours at the radio station, so definitely more at the dispensary right now. But um, yeah, it, it really is just a, it's a, it's an it's an inspiration. Like I'm trying to get to a certain point where I can talk on the radio here, and um, you know, not satisfied until so I try. I just try not to get exhausted by it. Yeah. What What do you do? What do you do if you're feeling overwhelmed or just if you feel like you're overworking yourself? Do you have any strategies or anything that kind of pull you out? For sure. For sure. Um, having two dogs is a blessing. They're they're fun to, to hug. Yeah. It gets you out of the house. It gets you out of the house too. Yes. Yes, it does. And then, yeah, man, really just having the right people around. I think it's crucial. You know, no phonies. You can't have, can't have that around any, any of those around. Having people you can trust, talk to, um, yeah, I think that that's all important and just being able to, to like breathe, like take a step back and just chill out, like put your phone down. Don't answer that call. If you, if it's not, if you need some time, some R and R take it because your mental health, your, your health is of utmost importance. Otherwise nothing else will get done. Well, this is true. Yeah, it's true. It's hard for me to pull myself out of work because I feel like then I'm falling behind. But it, it is Worst. important to remind yourself to just chill the fuck out. Just chill mm-hmm. out for a second. 30 minutes. I said it in last episode. I'm very bad at practicing what I preach, um, but I'm trying. So I feel you. I, I yeah. it, it is important to just pull yourself away and just not. Th- it's not going anywhere. <laughs> you know, it's not going anywhere, man. Like really like <laughs> You don't lose your mind over it too, right? Like just be able to find that ground. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're not right in the head, it just won't get done well. Yeah, I think I think for me, I'm speaking for myself, but um, I I feel like a lot of people. It's just the idea that like look at all these successful people who are young, and they say not. I don't know if they say this, but you know if you don't make it to this point by this age, you're probably not likely unless you know you're. Cert, a certain person, you're probably not likely to, to make it to the point where you want to make it. And that I feel like that is just a lot of pressure or causes a lot of people to put pressure on themselves to like do it and do it as fast as they can Dude, that's before time worst. runs out. It's the worst. Like, and I, <laughs> I mean, I work in two very abstract industries, I feel like, and um, just having that pressure, like, all right, this is something that I have to make my own living out of this. Like, that's, you have to recognize that. And yeah, like, understand that people will look at it like all right so what are you doing with that what are you you're doing what and you have to tell them and like you have to rely on your passion for it and like if you're not right if you're exhausted like you don't have that passion it's just gonna get stressful like it's just gonna, it's just a brutal ripple effect and just yeah so that's why Husa. <laughs> yeah it's important man it really is to me yeah and i think i know the answer to this question what's up what do you use to relax is there something yes. that might aid you in in relaxing <laughs> uh we, we like i refer to it as medical cannabis <laughs> it's uh definitely something i recommend not necessarily in the flower form don't get it twisted you don't have to twist something i think there's a lot of methods to it that are that don't get people high they think they always got to get high 
and that's I couldn't be further from the truth. I know you guys got a pretty mature cannabis market out there in Boston. Um, it's just so it's it, it's so accessible in different forms now, with different ratios. Like I said, that don't have any psychoactive effect. It's cool stuff, and yeah, I definitely would recommend some some cannabis therapy um, <laughs> if 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 possible. I understand people have extenuating circumstances, but yeah, yeah. No, this, uh, I, 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 I'm, I love my soliloquy. <laughs> <laughs> I love this part because I know that my parents listening are like, they're just like scoffing at it. Cause I used to smoke marijuana in college and I found a lot of benefits from it. I don't necessarily, I don't really do it much at all anymore. If anything, it's, it's a lot of CBD in vaporized form awesome. um, oh, yeah. or, or like muscle rubs or, or something like that. Exactly, stuff like exactly. that. Yeah. Cause yeah, people just boil it down. To, uh, not people. I don't want to use the word boomers, but yeah. you know, <laughs> traditional society, those who are older sure. and didn't have it legal during their time, it's it's mm. not as they're not living through it. Um, so they have a you know a vision of it, which is you know fine. But uh, like you said, there's so many different ways of of consuming it. I mean, you can make it. You can uh, what is it called? Infuse it into your cooking, and right. it's yeah, it's good. I I. Just very quickly, I, I feel like I'm talking about myself too much. But, no, not um, at all, man. Talk, talk, talk the talk, bro. So I got to the point in college where I was I was smoking weed just to get high, and yeah, it was been. yeah, it was just it was too much, and and uh, some right. circumstances forced me to stop. Uh, but now, if I were to do it ever, it's it's purely I see it as a, a medicinal thing. I, I I wouldn't do it with anybody um, because just anxiety. Uh, for some reason, I don't, I don't even know why, but I know that just doing it by myself, it's more of a, a medical thing. I actually probably haven't done it in like two years now, but, um, it just becomes, it's very, it is very soothing. And when people can find the the way that makes them most comfortable to do it, I think that's, that's the best. And I do think it'll get better with time. Like it will get, like, I know people are like, oh, I don't want it to get all professional or, um, like the big court farmer get a hand on it but it's like it's don't boil it down to that it's it really is it's, the more legal it can be and accessible i think the more research can be done and it's just it'll benefit everybody it's not for everybody and like it's and like i said i got and it's my parents are the same way dude like it until they saw it was paint like i was getting tax returns <laughs> like it was like all right you can like live off that that's that's pretty interesting so oh, yeah. it, it definitely understood because like i said i had some situations myself where uh, a lot of learning experiences, college. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> college. 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 College was fun. I miss college. Uh, yeah, I went, where'd you go? To, where'd you go to school, by the way? I went to SUNY Plattsburgh, which is just—it's uh, like Plattsburgh State. It's State University, okay. New York, at Plattsburgh, oh, yeah. which is about—I always say this—is thirty minutes south of the Canadian border. So it was very, very far north Whoa. in New York. Is that for soccer? Yeah, like I didn't. Thankfully, I didn't go just for soccer. I went to the school that I thought the best school I thought I could play at. And oh, yeah, after a year, I got cut, but I still liked the school because I know a lot of people. I had teammates after six months in school. After you know the, the first season, they were like, "Damn, I came here to play soccer. I'm not playing. I'm going to go transfer." And they had to go through that whole hairy process of doing that. Thankfully, I I was like I picked a school where I could actually study and enjoy studying so yeah it was for it was for soccer at least 50 percent, but there was enough to to keep to keep at it and it was a good time i had you know we've talked about school a lot on the show uh i would advocate for it from the social 
uh, vantage point because I met my best friends there and mm-hmm. had a lot of social experiences, meeting different kinds of people I never would have met in high school. And personally, I enjoyed the the educational aspect of it too. I think it's just because I enjoy my major, but I don't know how, I mean, did you, what, what's your, what's your view on, on college? Did you yeah, go? I, I did. Yeah, man. I went to, I did go to two schools. So I left, I started at Boulder uh, out in Colorado. Oh shit. Okay. So like, it was similar to me that like, I, except for me, I didn't go to college for a sport. So I was playing lacrosse and mm-hmm. my junior, senior year, I was just, I just decided I was just burnt out. Like it just wasn't about it on um, the recruiting. It was just like, whether it was, bottom tier D1 across or two D2 or D3. I was like, no, nah, I'm not about it. It's just, let's find a cool place to go enjoy school. And like that social aspect you were talking about. And so, yeah, border was fun. <laughs> um, decided to come back home and then uh, went to a little community college here, decided what I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do and ended up at UMD. So University of Maryland and just uh, ended up graduating from there. So, you, but I loved, I loved it. It was a lot of fun. Oh, um, what'd you study? Up, yeah, I studied journalism. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was a I was a journalism major at Merrill, um, at Merrill, man. They're one of the best. Uh, shout out Merrill, one of the best journalism schools in the country. <laughs> a lot of fun. A lot of fun, man. Like took some really cool classes. I know you're a sports fan, so you probably you know there's a lot of terps, like broadcast terps, like Scott Van Pelt. Mm. Uh, just a bunch of cool, cool people in the in the sports world that are that are terrapins. And so, yeah, that's just what's up. Experience, yeah. Are you actively trying to use your major now? I mean, I know that Early Bird has yeah. a blog of some kind, and you yeah, yeah so definitely more yeah, yeah. wink, wink, wink. Uh, definitely are, are going to be more active going forward with a lot of things in Early Bird. And like we were talking about earlier, you had been taking a little summer reprieve, getting some fresh air because um, it was well needed. But um, yeah, I've definitely been able to flex flex the the journalism major, especially. So it was a broadcast journalism major. So it wasn't print journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool part about the modernization of journalism is is like the a- different avenues you can take um, once you get into it. But at the radio station, man, I took a radio capstone. So I was actually learning some radio stuff. Was uh, had a really cool teacher who made me fell, fall in love with radio even more. Even though he was an investigative reporter at NPR, um, mm-hmm. he took us to NPR, man, because right at Maryland, DC is in our backyard. That's where the, their headquarters right. is. And man, it was just heaven. Like I just loved, it. it was just, they had whiteboards for walls. People were spitballing ideas back and forth. They were just, it was go, go, go meetings, microphones. I just was, I don't know. Everyone just loved their job. And it was just, it was just a cool environment. And um, hella inspiring keyword came up again. Definitely. And then, so parlaying that, parlaying that into this WRNR gig, this radio gig where I'm at right now. Um, it's been fun and early bird. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Do you ever see yourself wanting that kind of environment maybe for early bird or maybe in the future where you are in that room that NPRs in where people are firing ideas back and forth and essentially working with people rather than, or, or would, or would you like to continue to work at the route or on the route that you're on right now where you're, it's your brainchild, but you can bring in other people without feeling like, it's like without Hijack. feeling like, yeah, without feeling like you're giving a piece away to someone 100%, else. 100%. Yeah, I do. I would love, I love doing that. Um, love working with other people. Like I said, early bird being a median, a medium, like it's exactly what I love is collaborating, just working with crazy creative people who just are like so outside the box. It's just like, whoa, 
where that idea come from. But I do, I would love to mesh it. And like I, I think I did mention earlier, like having my own show at the radio station I'm at now would be like a childhood dream. would be so cool. Um, but having that NPR vibe um, would t- would be awesome. I think they do it so well, their music department. I, Tiny Desk, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Mm-hmm. That is an NPR production. Um, so we did, so when we went and took that tour, we went up to Tiny Desk. It's literally my man. Uh-huh. It's, literally, like, it's literally a desk. It's so cool. And like a few cubicles for some of the uh, publishers and um, columnists um, and like graphic designers. But it was it's just such a cool environment that you have that live concert feel like people can come in and jam out in the studio, but they can come and do an interview too. They can, they can do it all. And yeah, having that hybrid space where I think radio is going is crucial. Um, No more solo lane radio, just there's no place for it anymore. Yeah. No, I was going to ask you where you think radio is going now. Cause you know, traditional radio, quote unquote, traditional radio and internet radio. Cause I think with internet, I think Twitch is is the big thing right now. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it can't be you you cannot survive if you do not have a hybrid mindset. Without that mindset, you'll just get stuck doing one thing. People won't find you. They won't be able to hear the artist you're trying to put on. Um you have to put your face to it. Like you've heard the adage like I'm sure you have a face for radio. It's like, "All right, well, <laughs> like literally now you have to have a face to your radio." Mm. Um I, at least for me, that's what I think. And I find that the radio station I'm working at now is struggling because they're old school. They have some old heads that are working, that are, you know, behind the desk right now. And they're trying to adapt to that environment. And it's tough. You have to compete with Sirius, Sirius XM. It's got no like no commercials. They're just playing nonstop jams. You got people like me who, like people like us who have people probably listening from all over the world and they're not even, you know, it's like, what? Like, right. Yeah. You people just need a SoundCloud account to just yeah, play like, mix, to just listen to mixes. Exactly. It's like, dude, that's like, it's ridiculous. And they can't get that reach here. So, but they could, if they did do a SoundCloud, if they did do a Twitch, you know what I'm saying? It, it could bring in some, I don't, some money. It's just, yeah, man, I think radio is adapting. It may not be called radio per se. You can get creative with the terminology, but if you're not, yeah, if you're not adapting, I, you you will get left behind. Yeah, FM's nice. not dead though. FM's not dead. I don't think that's. Yeah, I mean, I I very very rarely listen to AM or FM radio, uh, just because Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But like, imagine if like your homie was on your local radio True. station. You know what I'm saying? Like he'd had like a a midnight show where you could listen to your rate, like your True. friend. It's yeah. Like, and that's, and that's what you're saying. Like that, like finding somebody who you can relate to and if you can see their face or you can see the other things that they're right. doing, if it starts on a social media page, then you're more inclined to listen to the radio show. I just cracked it. I just cracked the case. <laughs> exactly. It's like it's, vinyl. Yeah. Vinyl just put out CDs. Like, right. They're more profitable than CDs this year. It's like people just love the nostalgia. Like people do like nostalgia. It, they can't like, you might not know every radio station, but you do have your favorite radio station. Like everyone's like, yo, mm. I listen. Like at least to me, of course, personal opinion. But yeah, like, I got my favorite radio station. Some people now have favorite serious station. But it's like I think it's all finding that that nice middle ground. Yeah, I'm, absolutely. I mean, Selection got onto Beats One. They're on Beats One now, and that's like right. a that's a radio station. It's a legitimate radio station, and it started out as a, a SoundCloud show and built and its way he up. He actually, okay, had a radio station. Dude, he was at this. Uh, he worked. He went to school at a college. U- I think, I UCSB or USC? It was exactly. in SoCal. I know that. 
Exactly. I don't know if he went to the school or not, but I know he was a part of their radio station. It was a popular one, and he parlayed that into what he was doing, and that's exactly – he garnered a following from that and, like, was able to parlay that and just, met, just amplify yeah. that sound in that direction. And it's pretty cool. Like, it's, it's just totally possible, but yeah, you just have yeah. to uh, yeah, just have to do, yeah. get down to the nitty-gritty. Absolutely. I mean, that he set he set a tone. He set like a huge tone. That's why that's why you saw so many uh, just labels and radio stations and just right. music platforms pop up around right. the I same mean, time. I mean, you yeah. talk you talk to complexion to like man that guy too. Like, I didn't even know. I didn't know until I heard um your guys' podcast his uh, relation with the scratching on blue lights. I didn't know that his touring. I didn't know he had like was just crushing it out in the UK. Like it was just. Like that was that was cool to me to like that's it's just totally possible. You just really have to stick to it and not and <laughs> go right past the uh, the negatives and the haters and and really just see your vision through and whatever you want want to make happen. Amen. Amen to that. On that note, we'll end off part one, but we will be back on part two right after this there's not anything in the in between parts one and part two but it's a lovely little jingle made by the homie willie crook so we'll see you on the other side welcome back to the show and tell podcast this is part two of the show rightfully named show and tell this is where i ask the guest to bring in an item quote unquote item of significance doesn't have to be physical, could be a memento, could be a book, a song, a musical artist, any kind of artist, something that they are into or something that has inspired them in their life. They share what it means to them and why in some cases you might like it too. So Bird, what'd you bring in? All right, my man, I'm getting, I'm getting, I brought two things in. All right, so I did bring in like a physical object, all mm-hmm. right, but I'll get to that second because first thing is my puppy. I just want to it's more than, you know, it might sound cliche, <laughs> but this is my best friend. And uh, yeah, yeah. So, so his name's Abu. He's a husky. Someone without, like, none of this really would be possible either. Like, really man's best friend. Someone who he listened when no one else would listen. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, yeah. I just, I think, like I said, people really need to be able to take a step back and having someone, whether it's a dog, a cat, if you're a cat person, no, no. No hate on my end, but um, I do think having someone or something to like relax to, relax with, it's really it's important. Therapy can come in many ways. Shout out to Abu, uh, named after the monkey from Aladdin, right hand man, and um, yeah, it's, this goes in line in line with like what early birds all about. Really, it's just family, you know, just being there yeah. for for other people and all that all that good stuff, that that sappy stuff. Did you raise Abu from puppyhood? I, I rescued him, so he's actually okay. a rescue. So I, he had a pretty brutal past. Um, homie got a little little stab wound in the eye for some brutal people. Uh, so Damn. yeah, some 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 really evil, 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 nasty stuff. But um, like I said, he's a he's a trooper, and someone who's given me courage to uh, to go out every day, a hundred and ten percent. Because <laughs> one, he wouldn't let me do it otherwise. He's too he has too much energy. And also just because he's the, he's the man. That's, I love that. that's great. I mean, that's gotta be so, I mean, that's the, just hearing that is inspiring because I'm <laughs> thinking, you know, I was thinking about how like four days ago, I'm like, 
just just all all of the i'm not even going to get into it all just negative thoughts right. bad vibes right. just just right. self-doubt and all that and dude there's Absolutely. this dog that is still capable of just showing all this love and being what you know the all the best dogs are like and it got stabbed in the eye yeah and yeah, it yeah, worked, it's yeah. crazy yeah it's it's like that and i guess like you said you put the pin the nail on the head man it's really just having that that right hand man when you are feeling a little down just to uh to give a big little hug too yeah it's wild i mean so do you have you have two dogs don't you i do have another dog yeah yeah i do have it and like yeah i love her too <laughs> um but yeah yeah e- equal love of course but this is a brew we've been through so I, he's six now and so like i've man i'm 26 now so that means i've had him since i was like 20 21 years old and so as i'm sure you know transformative age age right there mm. and he's been with me every step of the way from college at my parents' house to moving out my own to new locations, new jobs, <laughs> new ladies, he's been there with me through everything. Does having a dog because so so pe- most people know this or people who are regular listeners will know this. I have a puppy as well. He's still he's still considered a puppy. I mean, they yes, say oh. like a year and a half. He's he's about fourteen months at That's this point. That's a puppy, bro. That's a yeah. puppy puppy. Yeah, we got him when he was no, absolutely. I mean, he he's also he's a golden retriever and he's also slightly <laughs> on the small end, so people just are going to perpetually think he's a puppy. Always. <laughs> just cuz he's kind of small, but um he's healthy by the way. If Peter is listening, I just took him to the vet and he, they said he's healthy, hey, so you can fuck cool. off, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, what the fuck? I mean, I mean that out of love. Um but yeah, so I just know that so we so we got him almost a little over a year ago and this just thinking back on it the past year was crazy i mean the adaptability that my girlfriend and i both had to have obviously the usual like the sleeping patterns and, and shit like that but just just thinking about some but something else in your life and taking that into account and trying to work around that i haven't always been the best in terms of like coping with it mentally i, I take we take care of him we take the best care of him but sometimes i'm just like shit i am not able to do some of the things i want to do because of this dog but I got to yeah. remind myself that that's the point. I mean, that's like what you're getting into. It's part of the gig. It's the responsibility. Yeah, no, it's really helped me. Be, yeah, it's really, like I said, it's at the end of the day, it's really helped me a lot with early bird and whether that's literally doing it or like I said, my man just sitting in the corner listening to me mix um, or like just providing me with like with the responsibility needed to like get things done. Like if I want to do this, I got to take him on a, on a two mile run or, you know what I'm saying? Something, right. something like yeah. that. And it just, it instills a lot of, uh, a lot of qualities in you. Yeah. Whether that's that unconditional love, whether that's that got to get stuff done. Patience. Um, feel, Cause yeah, yeah, patience, 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 a lot of, a lot of, yes, yes. Patience. A lot of money lost, a lot of money spent. Well, oh my money. God, dude, <laughs> I didn't even, re- I didn't realize how much money it cost. I was just like, you just, yeah, you spend X amount of money on the, on the dog and then uh that's it right no yeah vets are <laughs> no they're, man vets are something else too i'll tell you that right now shit dude yeah <laughs> they're something else but um yeah it's having two dogs it's been crazy man like one was through a uh a uh a custody battle <laughs> with the next i got one that way that was how i got my last Ooh. dog yeah 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 i won that battle you know what i'm saying yeah man i mean yeah definitely definitely thankful for the pups and i think yeah just just having something to come home to obviously we're i'm already home i've i've always worked from home so having something to walk out of my bedroom into another room to 
<laughs> that's not not as relatable as what I first said, but yeah, it's really nice to just have something or someone or even just just a good ass album. A, a record player is huge. Just just something that can help. Just going back to what we said, take you away from what you're doing is exactly. crucial. Exactly. And one note, not a literal custody battle, not like a literal custody battle, like a figurative mm. custody battle. I see. Uh, yeah, just I wanted to clarify that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it had to be clarified. But yeah, that's funny, man. You also brought up record player because that was my second item. Oh, shit. All right, perfect. Let, let's let's segue into that nicely. Let's do it, man. Yeah, I had to, that was a good segue. You meant to do that. Yeah, I did. I did. Thanks. <laughs> But no, nah, man. Yeah. So for for the the second one is definitely a record player, man. Um, not 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 an old school one, not a like an old mahogany vinyl record player. It's just a, a really cool, actually modern one that allowed me to plug like a USB cord from the record player into my computer and like download, mm. rec- like download the vinyl, uh, making it like into an MP3. And for me, that it just changed my whole perception of music and like my connection with like older genres. I was able to, because I, I can't like take a, can't, like if I buy vinyl, like which I have an addiction to, I have a vinyl collection. Like I just buy it and buy mm. it. If I, like I can't take my record player with me all the time, even though I do have another, I have a portable record player. I can't take it with me everywhere and just pour, pull it out and play it. So being able to download it to an MP3 changed, changed my life. Like sampling and just having fun with sounds and all that good stuff. Record yeah. players are awesome. So, it just sounds so good. And it's just fun to just uh, that old school, like I said, old school vibe, just put on a record, man. It's just nothing like it. Nothing like yeah. it. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I know that my dad, I think it's still at our house, uh, had a record player, but I don't remember much of a time like listening to music through record players. We, I mean, it was CDs predominantly. And then yeah, I just sure. feel like I haven't been able to tap into that. But I know that one day I will and I'll get a record player whenever that may be. And which is which is cool that it's kind of back in vogue because supply and demand, it's right. lowered the price and the accessibility is a little bit better got, to, to get a record player. I got three of them. Damn, yeah. Is it, but the Give one is one, my dude. favorite. That's why show and tell I brought my favorite. So yeah. I don't get twisted. I have okay. other ones. I have other, you know, from other families. <laughs> but um yeah. This there's there's only one. But yeah, you gotta get a record player, man. They are yeah. cheap. Yeah, cheap, man. Yeah. A little portable one. No, that definitely. I mean, yeah, just listen to music in in a different way and hear some old shit. I, Cam Stacy, <laughs> shout out Cam Stacy. He was a, a previous guest on the show. He um he put he's put out I think four of them by now, but sample packs called My Mom's Forty Fives, where he oh, yeah. just sampled sounds from his mom's old forty fives. It's dope that were unplayable or just weren't wouldn't play in their entirety and had errors and stuff. And he just made like a sample pack out of it, which is super cool. And it's so cool to see producers like tapping into that that market exactly. as well. That's another reason why I love it because hey, we're all about showing love, right? The every the, these artists are putting everything on vinyl now, like whether it's a low key artist or a high, like a really popular artist they're putting out on vinyl. And it's, we got Bandcamp Friday today. I'll show you showing, show, uh, showing love to that in the, um, in the discord uh, conversation. Like, man, everyone right now should go buy it. hip to uh, Bandcamp's Friday sale where they just, isn't it all the proceeds go to the artist? Yeah. Yeah. They donate Bandcamp donates their revenue share to the artist. So yeah. That's what, see, that's awesome. See like, and you can get their vinyl on there. I know that like, you can, they have their merch um, attack, like link to it. Mm-hmm. Just, I think it's just a cool way. Like, I've definitely bought a lot of my favorite artists on the lower end scene, like the low key scene. Bought a bunch of their vinyl, 
and it's all it's just cool it's just really really it's fucking awesome it's just a bunch of cool vinyl yeah um, yeah and you can and you can pay more for something than than whatever the price is if you you know if you want to chip in a little bit more exactly which is really cool it just I, I i fuck with Bandcamp a lot and this episode will be out after this recording day but i know Mind that Bandcamp is doing Bandcamp fridays for the next at least one or two months it's like i think they do it the first incredible. friday of each month so i think next it's november they'll do it again fucking incredible man like it's just like it's just spend money to make money like people are going to come back to Bandcamp because they're doing it for the people like it's it's they're doing it for the artists the creators it's really cool like yeah. I said, just buy some buy their music. It's and it goes right to the artist. Come on now, absolutely. And that's a platform too that I I've seen a lot of people put their like flips and remixes on too. So I think they're a little more lenient with with that kind of thing too. And they should, as they should be. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, we don't have to get into that wormhole about sampling and all of its craziness. Yeah, let's talk about DMCA, dude. Let's talk, dude. Let's talk like fucking who, um. Three six sued Suicide Boys or whatever, uh, because they said that their sound sounded like them or whatever. Oh, I but think like, I know what you're talking about. But but three six their music's all sampled, so right. they're suing off the merit of someone else's sample to me, which is how I read it. Which is just an interesting legal thing, nonetheless. But it's to me, yeah, it's all yeah, samples it's, and flips, man. It's all inspiration from other artists, unless it's like blatant copyright and stealing. It's all like it's just all inspiration at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, the best artists steal. The best, in way, like, but in in good, ways exactly, that no, they make it their not, own. They take like exactly. people know what I, you know what I, people know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're saying, and they, everyone should know what you mean by that because it's like I said, it's inspiration. They're stealing the same ideas that 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 train of thought. It's it's really cool picking yeah. up where they left off. Absolutely, yeah. I appreciate you sharing those two things with me. That's dope. They, oh, yeah, those man. were those were very very good show and tell show and tell items. I'm glad I, I, I got, I got, I'm glad I got my pup in band because, like, yeah. honestly, I got to bring they were they came to class with me. Like, I would bring them to Maryland with me. Like, they weren't even service dogs, but my teachers didn't care. It was awesome. <laughs> it was pretty cool. They are animals of the people. They are animals of the people. Yeah. They're allowed in class. Though. The show until I thought was. Oh yeah, they're they're always allowed in this classroom. This virtual right. th- thing. Right. This virtual classroom. Dude, I'm all about. My brothers and sisters are in this virtual classroom right now, man. Crazy. What's this up? Easy stuff. Dope. So before we end off the show, there's one more quick part that I want to get to. And yeah. that is, what is something that you didn't learn in school? It can be anything at all. It could be a piece of wisdom. It could be a life hack. Anything that you've picked up in your various walks of life. What's something that you did not learn in a classroom? Yeah, I I, I get sappy with it sometimes, Kay. Pardon me, but family first. I didn't learn that in school. Uh, I definitely learned that with my family. And I think it's something that people should really take to heart um having that those people in your corner i mean i think family can be your best friend too like it's a, it doesn't have to be blood i know people have that circumstance on um, different circumstances but having people in your corner um that you can really rely on and count on when you're not at your best feeling your best um it's important and it really helps build self-confidence in you so that way you can tackle things on uh later on in life i think it's crucial really really do think having people that are there for you can't yeah. re- can't state that how more emphasize it more big facts and and yeah like you said if there are situations and circumstances that make it difficult to to have that kind of relationship with family you can extend that to friends like friends can be on par with that and be and they, be family they totally can i mentioned jackson that's family 
Um, like that is my brother. Not that literal brother. My, not my literal brother, but he's he's family. Um, and I, and having a few of those around has been key. It's you know, having a lot of friends is fun, but you know you can't be best friends with everyone. So having those people in your corner and knowing who they are, crucial. True. Well, on that note, that beautiful note, which I very much appreciate you sharing, that's the show. Thank you so much, Bird, for joining hey, me. I'm, my man, Kay, this has been an honor. My first interview, making, oh. me, feel, making me feel like a celebrity. Um, and yeah, man, this has been this has been an honor. And I, I definitely hope we can chop it up again soon, whether it be on Early Bird Radio, a cool little interview that way. Um, we're back on the show and tell or somewhere our paths cross in between, man. I, this, has been, this has been an honor. Hell yeah, no, it'd be my pleasure. So where can people find you? It's your time yeah, to continue shining. Yes, thank you for the plug. I appreciate it. So you can find Early Bird Radio um, on SoundCloud. Uh, you can find us on um, Spotify. So what we did on Spotify, you can't find our episodes as like a mix. But what we did is we made pl- uh, playlists that will correspond with the episode so that you can go find the songs that are available. Not everyone's available because some are low-key SoundCloud gems. Um, but you will find the songs on the episode that are on Spotify. And you can check out the vibe, definitely get a vibe from the episode that way. Um, so yeah, SoundCloud, Spotify, uh, Facebook page, Twitter, um, where we do a lot of writing, a lot of journalism, like shouting out artists and their work, what they're doing in the moment. And Instagram, um, another platform where we're definitely trying to get more active on. And you can definitely see some stuff going on in the future, aside from just track lists and the just monotonous stream of those that have graced our timeline. But um, yeah, man, we're, we're pretty omnipresent, man. We're, we're all over the place. And can't wait to show you guys what uh, we have in store. It's going to be a lot of fun. Pandemic aside. That's what's up. I'm looking forward to what you have in store as well. And as always, you can find those links in case you don't know how to look them up on your phones at soundcloud.com slash let's show and tell. They'll be in the show notes in this specific show notes. If you want to get in touch with us, we're at let's show and tell. You can check out our Spotify playlist. You can join us on Discord. It's a good time. People are trickling in. We're chatting about stuff and things. <laughs> you can find that in the bio of our social media pages. If you want to give us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, that would be so kind and so sweet and so cool and so swaggy. Maybe, maybe not that one, but yeah, it'd be cool. And most importantly, if you like this episode, share it with a friend as you would share anything you enjoy with a friend because sharing is caring. Peace. Thank you.